football fans. It's time to go on the record for this week's matches in pro and college football with just one catch. We're only interested in underdogs. Who can keep it close if not pull the outright upset? Time to find out. It's Three Dog Thursday. Now here's your host, TJ Reed. Ah, yes, we are back in for championship weekend for the AFC and the NFC. Two teams will emerge and be in Super Bowl 57 in a couple of weeks in Arizona. We are ready to talk about those underdogs. Yes, that would mean the San Francisco 49ers in Philadelphia. And yes, for the moment, as we release on Three Dog Thursday, that would mean the Kansas City Chiefs as an underdog for the moment, a short underdog with the Cincinnati Bengals. What's up with Mahomes' ankle? The most scrutinized ankle in all of North America. What's up with that? We're ready to talk about that. Peek ahead to a little Thursday college basketball and maybe on the weekend, et cetera. I am the somewhat capable host. I have enlisted some uh, fantastic help. I have always loved the help and the insight from one Gary Seegers, Gary from BetUS Sports, Gary also from the Winning Cures Everything podcast and show. You talk about college football insight analysis and uh, coverage and picks against the spread he and his dudes are on it through BetUS, and he is on it through Winning Cures. Good to be back with you, my friend, on a championship weekend in the NFL. We don't got to be college football. I, I I can't drum up any college football unless we're taking odds on who overpaid Brian Kelly a million dollars at LSU. But it's always good to be with you no matter the circumstance. How you been? I am wonderful. I, I appreciate the opportunity to hop back in on Three Dog Thursday, of course. Uh, I did it a couple of times during the season. Now, uh, you know, the college football season has ended. There is no real off season. There's always news, not necessarily things to gamble on necessarily. Right, right. But uh, but there's always something going on in this sport, whether it is Pac-12 overpayments and scandals, uh, Alabama offensive and defensive coordinator, you know, potential camp. Yeah. I mean, there's just all sorts of things going on with this transfer portal and signing day is coming up in a week. I mean, we've got a lot of things going on. Uh, so, yeah, there's stuff to keep up with in college football, but... As far as the gambling side of things, yeah, the NFL, obviously, championship weekend, excited about that, and uh, and pretty excited about where we are headed with college basketball right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we love all of that. By the way, Seegers and I are still trying to figure out how do we get overpaid by a million dollars and have somebody <laughs> not catch it. Uh, that would be a good problem for us to have uh, right about now. Uh, again, thank you for finding us. This has typically been the BetUS a TV audio version of the podcast. But again, we ended that with the end of the college football playoff championship and the start to the NFL playoffs. We look forward to being back with them this fall for the TV show. I could not sit out and not have a show for the end of the NFL playoffs and for the college basketball heading to March uh, as well. So I've enlisted great help week after week here to get us through to tide us over uh, here before we put Three Dog Thursday on hiatus for the rest of the spring and the summer. Thank you for finding us. Follow or subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Just hit Three Dog Thursday. And you will find us. We're out on Thursdays. And again, we will peek ahead to some college basketball for Thursday. And Gary and I might look at Saturday, Big 12 SEC in a few moments. Let's dive right into championship uh, weekend. 49ers at the Eagles uh, and then Bengals at the Chiefs. The sequel with with Cincinnati having won in Kansas City a year ago. They're back again in the same circumstance at Arrowhead Stadium here in the AFC title game. So, Gary, first off, uh, 49ers have been so impressive with Brock Purdy. Uh, he's blossomed. It's easy to say now 
but did you have any inkling that he could be good in the NFL and good right away when he came out of Iowa State? Because I, I've got to say, I did not really see that, especially when they went to him, that he was going to be as good as he was. What What is your thought on Purdy at this point, helping the 49ers get to the NFC title game? So, so Brock Purdy, no, I did not see this happening. Uh, but at the same time, we've seen Kyle Shanahan take some quarterbacks in the past and really just focus on the things that they are best at. Uh, you look at the talent that surrounds him, that's obviously a big part of his game, right? When you can dump off to McCaffrey, uh, when you got Debo Samuels doing what he does, like it's it's an incredible wealth of talent that he has around him. So that helps things quite a bit. You can see the same thing with Jalen Hurts, who they are playing this weekend. I, I don't, I think maybe the buzz is getting a little bit too too much, right? Obviously, he's a game away from the Super Bowl. But when I look at him play, I mean, obviously, he does the right things, but it's very much game manager-ish. And I know people look at that as if it's a bad thing, but there have been a lot of game managing quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. Yes. You understand what your job is. Kyle Shanahan, Bill Belichick, you know, they're friends. They both kind of abide by the same thing. Like, know your role, do your job. And that's all that he's gone out and done. He just he hasn't made the mistakes. He hasn't had to push too hard. Uh, it's a far cry from the the cast that he was surrounded by at Iowa State. Uh, but I think he had good coaching at Iowa State as well with Matt Campbell. So I it, it does surprise me a bit. Um, but for the most part, I feel like this team could win with a lot of different quarterbacks. So I don't think it's just him. Well, and I make reference to this. I'm here in the Tampa Bay area, the 99 Buccaneers. I know I'm going back a while. They went to rookie Sean King, who had played at Tulane, was a second-round pick midseason because of injury, kind of the same thing. And Sean King had moments where he made a big throw, but by no means was he carrying them by throwing for 300 yards, throwing the ball 40 times a game. It's exactly what you said. Manage the game, and importantly, don't do things to beat us. Don't throw interceptions. Don't keep putting the defense out on the field on three and out. And Shanahan's done a masterful job with that. There is no doubt. They were impressive against impressive enough against the Cowboys. Again, that was not an offensive spectacular last week. But with their defense, San Francisco defense, they don't have to be spectacular. All wow. right, so that brings us into that game. Philadelphia at home here. Somebody goes to the Super Bowl. 49ers, a short underdog. Of the two, I believe San Francisco's got the best chance uh, to win in this game. Now, with this disclosure, I believe Kansas City will eventually be favored. By the time we get to the weekend, I think it's going to swing back in their favor when the Mahomes stuff settles down and a lot of the money comes in. You may persuade me for that. You may think I'm wrong about that. So I don't (laughs) think Kansas City is going to still be favored Sunday. You better get them now. You might as well get them now. I think the 49ers have the better chance to win, to be the team that covers, than Cincinnati does in the rematch. Gary, where do you come down, first of all, on San Francisco and a shot to win? I agree with you. I agree. I think San Francisco is the better football team overall. Uh, This is going to sound ridiculous, but I think that they've got the better quarterback. I I just, I have had trouble trusting Jalen Hurts basically his entire career, which I know is insane, but especially in a game like this against a defense like this, he has not had to play teams like this that often. Now you could say the same thing for the 49ers, but 
Uh, it just it feels a little different. Uh, my line on this is actually San Francisco favored by a point and a half. Interesting. So I've got the the wrong team favored here. Uh, I, I like San Francisco quite a bit. Uh, their talent, I think, is uh, a little bit better than what Philly has, uh, especially at the quarterback position. I, I just think there's a better uh, quarterback coach there. Uh, I like what uh, what Ben Johnson is doing. Is it Ben Johnson? I think the quarterback coach at, at Philadelphia. Uh, yes. Brian Johnson. Brian Johnson, Brian yes. Johnson. Yeah, so I, I like what he's done with Hurts, but I also feel like they have to game plan uh, around him as opposed to with him in mind, right? So there's there's certain aspects of what the Eagles do that they can't take some of the risks that I feel like the 49ers feel comfortable enough doing with Brock Purdy. So, yeah, I, I like the 49ers in this spot. So this is interesting in that Hertz obviously had a ton of postseason experience at Alabama and then eventually at Oklahoma. Purdy did not in the college football playoff. So Purdy now a rookie, but Hertz has only played two playoff games. My Buccaneers whacked them a year ago in the wild card round. And despite the 31-15 score, the two touchdowns were garbage touchdowns in the fourth quarter. They were behind 31-0. And the second playoff game is last week against the Giants, where they basically weren't challenged. He, he wasn't under duress defensively. That's it on your sample size. So Purdy's two games with the 49ers and the Cowboys are as many games as Hertz has played as an NFL quarterback. So I just I, I enhance your point that you're making. How much how much more do you have to go on that Jalen Hurts is that much better of an NFL postseason quarterback? He's only played two games. And it's the yeah, same you, as, you don't uh, have to, it, as all the, By the way, I've been told in the past that the college playoff system does not prepare you in any way for the NFL playoffs. Uh, and it's because of that home field environment, et cetera. It's no neutral site. Like what you go through as a college player in the in the playoff uh, games is completely different than what the NFL does leading well, up. The, to well, the first thing is you get three or four weeks to prepare for the first game under the previous yeah. system before they start now with the more, more playoff games uh, with 12 teams and 11 playoffs. That's the first thing that strikes you because in the NFL – depending on if you get the buy, like Philadelphia. But in Purdy's case, he he got six days. They finished on Sunday, and they were playing the Seahawks on Saturday. Go play a playoff game, to exactly. your point. It's just an extension of the regular season. You're right. playing home games. You're you're playing away games. It's, it's, it's the same thing as what you do uh, in the other 18 weeks, and you just continue it. Uh, interesting. The weather again for uh, Sunday, Sunday afternoon is upper 30s, around 37, 38 degrees. Wind chill might be a little colder, colder. Uh, these two teams, by the way, have only met one time in the postseason um, ever, and that's the 49ers beating the Eagles 14-0 in the mid-90s. Steve Young is still the quarterback uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, I'm trying to remember what that have been like around Randall Cunningham time. I'm trying to figure out who was mid nineties for the Eagles still at that point as the 49ers beat them. So they haven't had a lot of history together, even though both have had a lot of history of playing in the NFC title game, not against each other, not in the postseason. So interesting on that. And I like your angle about wrong team favorite. All right, let's go over to the AFC, uh, where again, it's a rematch. Mahomes' ankle is in question. You kind of you you raised an eyebrow at me when I said I think this could swing back to even Kansas City favored by a point. I am all over this on Three Dog Thursday that I think the Chiefs are going to end up winning the game. I think his his ankle will be fine enough. It's revenge. It's at home. All right. What's your what's your thought on does it stay Cincinnati favored? And would you be interested therefore in the Bengals? Or would you be interested in the Chiefs for three-dog Thursday purposes? I, I already bet the Bengals 
as soon as that game was over uh, Sunday, this past Sunday. So I got the Bengals at plus two and a half. Interesting. Yeah. It, it, so the line came up immediately at three and was bet, I'm talking, at, in no time. <laughs> I mean, it was back to a pick em Faster than Brian Kelly's years. money hit an offshore account after LSU overpaid yes. him. Did I say that on Three Dog Thursday? I believe I did. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you already got him at a really good price. And you yeah. don't believe this is going to move, even if the news gets better about Mahomes, to at least a pick em, if not KC by one? We we know exactly what the ankle injury is, and there is so much love for Joe Burrow right now. Like that's the biggest thing. Like you are talking like somebody that under like you understand where, uh, you know, you can go back and forth on a game. You can talk yourself into something. Uh, a lot of people love Mahomes, so once you get closer to the game, you know, more people will talk themselves into it. He'll be out there warming up. He's going to play. Oh, we trust Andy Reid, etc. You know, obviously there's a, a coaching mismatch here with Andy Reid against uh, Zach Taylor, but way too much love for Joe Burrow. Uh, the kid is playing out of his mind right now, and it, you don't heal a high ankle sprain in a week. That's correct. And, and I think that the smart betters understand that kind of an injury is going to completely reshape what they're doing on offense. Uh, the way that Cincinnati has been running the football – like, I don't know that they can duplicate exactly what they did against the Bills last week. Uh, you know, Joe Mixon had, what, uh, over 100 in 20-something carries? I mean, he was just, he was a wrecking ball down there. Uh, it's not going to be the exact same weather, you know, all that kind of stuff. But it's, I think Cincinnati is just playing out of their minds right now. And and I think a lot of people are, are jumping on that Joe Burrow trend. Uh, so I, I think it's going to stay basically where it is. I don't think there's going to be enough buyback. So, again, I disclose to the audience, as they know, you know this. I'm part of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers radio broadcast. You can't see us right now, but Gary Gary knows I'm still gripping onto my NFC South Champions hat here from the Buccaneers season uh, for this year. Yes, I have to hold on to something for what could be Tom Brady's final year uh, here in Tampa Bay. But I saw the Bengals at field level in mid-November. Bucks got out to a 17-0 lead. Looked fantastic. And then the third quarter happened where the Buccaneers kept turning it over and Joe Burrow was decimating the Buccaneer defense to Jamar Chase, to T. Higgins, to Boyd, to the tight end, uh, Hurst. Uh, and, and really, uh, they have looked good for the most part since then with him throwing the ball, giving them early leads, uh, et cetera. So it's interesting in the revenge aspect. You got Andy Reid, the more experienced coach. You got revenge. You got Kansas City at home. You're still not feeling that as being enough for the Chiefs on Three Dog Thursday. I can tell. I I don't I don't I just I don't see. Uh, once you get to a certain point in the season, it, the revenge angle just it isn't enough. Both teams are playing. You know what is potentially their last game of the season. They are trying to get to a Super Bowl. It is immense pressure, no matter what. So it, the revenge aspect, I don't think in this situation, uh, plays a whole lot. Like in a regular season game, yeah, the Chiefs might have wanted it more. But when it comes to this situation, no. The, the Bengals team is playing out of their minds right now. Uh, the Chiefs, I, I, I just, I really like Burrow against this defense for the Chiefs. Like the defense for the Chiefs has certainly improved over the years. Uh, but that kid is a surgeon when it comes to dissecting a defense. Like I've just I've never seen anything like this guy. Uh, he's he's remarkable to watch. Absolutely remarkable. Um, let's see the regular season this year. 
Yeah, Cincinnati played Kansas City and, and already beat them once this year. Correct, in Cincinnati. And Joe Burrow beat them, obviously, with a last-minute drive, and they won the game in overtime a year ago. And they also beat them in the regular season at the end of last year with Burrow leading a comeback. So how about three appearances against the Chiefs, three times the underdog, and three outright wins for Burrow against Kansas City in his uh, sample size the last couple of years. You mentioned having to rein the offense in some uh, for Kansas City. If Mahomes can't can't uh, be as mobile, throw on the run, throw it long downfield on the run because he can't plant the same way, does that say to you this might be a lower-scoring game uh, necessarily 100%. because of that injury? Yes? Yes. I look for a lot of dump-off passes. Uh, it effectively runs. I look for Kansas City to try and run the football. I mean, it's it's not what they're best at, uh, but it might be their best chance to win this game uh, because I don't think that you're going to be able to get the same Patrick Mahomes. If you think about Mahomes' game and, and what he's best at, it is creating those unbelievable, nobody else can make them kind of plays. Correct. If you've got a high ankle sprain and you can't plant, yeah, it's a it's a bit of a different deal. And it doesn't depend, it doesn't matter which ankle it is. Like it's going to affect how you're able to get outside of the pocket, which is what he really leans on. Especially when it gets late in the game and they have to come back, et cetera. I, I don't I know that he's got a lot of weapons. I don't think he's gonna be able to get the ball to them as effectively as he usually does. And Kelsey will be a weapon underneath, backs out of the backfield if they can. Uh, a couple of other quick little items here as we talk with Gary Seegers. Love Gary's insight. Follow him at Gary WCE on Twitter. Find the Winning Cures Everything show on social media, on YouTube. He does a great job with the show all year round. Find him on BetUS TV and all the coverage there. I love him. He's one of my he's one of my brothers when we talk underdogs, especially for Three Dog Thursday. All right, so uh, we, we know that the number one seeds are still alive, Philadelphia, Kansas City. Last time the two number one seeds won this game and played each other was Philadelphia against New England with Nick Foles being the hero eventually in Minnesota back in the 2018 playoffs, 2017 season remember a year ago gary we lost the number one seeds on the divisional round weekend we because did. both green bay and the tennessee titans not far from you in the mid-south in my hometown of memphis right there in nashville they flamed out against burrow and the Bengals right away in the divisional round as the one seed we didn't have either of the one seeds in the conference championship game uh so we'll see what ends up happening the home team by the way in each of the last 10 feel free to use my nuggets I'm full of it. You know that. I'm full of stats. I'm full of it. Uh, the home team is 7-3 and three straight up in both the NFC title game or the AFC title game the last 10 years. For whatever it's worth, that's a 10-year sample size. Home team winning the game outright at about 70%. So with all of that being said, I'm sensing you're thinking Cincinnati-San Francisco. Are we getting, are we getting a Cincinnati-San Francisco Super Bowl potentially here, Gary? I, that is actually the I'm a little biased in my picks today because I have a futures bet on Cincy versus San Francisco Woo! being the Super Bowl. And I, I got it at plus twelve hundred uh, right Mercy. before the playoffs actually started wildcard weekend. And so, so, yeah, we got a little 401k money maybe <laughs> brewing here on this. How crazy is it that the Bengals have only made the AFC title game four times? Four times since they've been playing the AFC title game since the early 70s. 
And all four years, San, this is the fourth, San Francisco's been in the NFC title game across the way trying to play for the Super Bowl. Two previous times, they both won and played each other. Last year, Cincinnati won, but the 49ers lost to the Rams in the NFC title game. So if you're the Bengals, you're potentially looking at winning and playing the 49ers for the third time in four tries uh, from the AFC title game to go to the Super Bowl. You'll be playing San Francisco again, just like playing Joe Montana twice in the 80s. If that's the case. Uh, okay, so we'll see how those games play out. They are on Sunday. And uh, again, my belief is more the 49ers as the two. And I'll, I'll be interested. Again, Gary sets me straight. I'll be interested if this game becomes pick them with Kansas City, Kansas City by one, something like that. Right now, I love the Chiefs as an underdog. I think the Chiefs are going to win this game. So I love them I as can, an underdog. I can certainly moment. understand that. They're at home. The, revenge. The revenge for the regular season. The Let's injury see. completely drives it. Well, I mean, it's, it's revenge for three straight, right? Like it's... At what point does it not become revenge and it's just, okay, who's the better football team? And the other thing is the Chiefs <laughs> secondary trying to cover Chase and Boyd and Higgins. And again, I saw the Buccaneers befuddled by that, but I mean, New England had trouble with it. Uh, and, and last week as well, Buffalo had all kinds of problems, even in the snow at home uh, with it. We will see. few moments it's, left. Uh, by the way, I'm, yeah. I'm looking at the, uh, at the DVOA uh, for Please. offense and defense for Kansas City and Cincinnati. KC's offense is number one. In uh, in weighted DVOA, Cincinnati's defense is number eleven. Now on the other side, Cincinnati's offense is number four in weighted DVOA, and uh, the Kansas City defense is number seventeen. Mm. So it's that, that Kansas City defense is the thing that scares me off the most here. Uh, I just I, I love Burrow in this spot. I love him in this spot. If if Mahomes was not injured, then I if. would be right there with you. But if Mahomes There's is not injured, they're favored by a field goal, aren't they? Exactly. And okay. I, th I think that the Chiefs could win the game. Uh, I think it would be more likely that they win mm -hmm. the game. How's that? Uh, but in this spot, I mean, you got a hurt quarterback going up against who I think might be the best in the game right now. Yeah, I'll, I'll take Burrow. And our colleague Kyle Hunter, to plug another name from BetUS's college football and college basketball, he is a Bengals guy. He is in Ohio. Uh, and he has said a couple of times to me, I think uh, they may not make the Super Bowl. I think the Bengals are better this year all the way around, including Burrow on the offense than what they were in the Super Bowl season last year, getting yes. all the way to the game. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see if it happens for Cincinnati. Before I let you go, and you've been most gracious with your time, Gary Seegers, a little college basketball peek ahead here for Three Dog Thursday and for Thursday night. We've got some Big Ten uh, we've got some Pac-12. We even sprinkle in. So Gary is there in Memphis. And my da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-go Tigers go. My Memphis Tigers looking good right now midway through the American Conference season. They are double-digit favorites with SMU on Thursday. Wow. Twelve and a half. All right, let's hope they can stay in prosperity. They were good in Cincinnati on the weekend. Speaking of Cincinnati, beating the Bearcats at uh, UC. Uh, and they've got a couple of games looming with Tulane, with Houston later in the year, rematch with Temple, who just beat Houston as the number one ranked team. So still some good games. Memphis, though, is a double-figure favorite on Thursday night uh, for Three Dog Thursday. Uh, I'm interested in Michigan State and Iowa. What did you tell me that peak ahead line is that it Iowa's is. actually getting a couple of points? Yes, Iowa is a two-point underdog in East Lansing right now. And again, for the Hawkeyes, they have won some games uh, uh, recently. Michigan State had the tough loss last Sunday to Indiana. You know, we're approaching the month of Izzo. It's always, it's Izzo's month, March, but we're not there yet. This is at home. I don't know that I'm going Iowa there at 
East Lansing when Michigan State needs a win and it's a short two-point line only to cover. So be leery of that. I'm interested in the Pac-12 rematch. Speaking of rematches, USC and UCLA, where UCLA uh, very nearly gave up like an 18-point lead in game one. USC got it all the way down to like two in the second half and eventually lost. And I don't think UCLA didn't cover in that game, but they got the win. Bruins just had their 14-game win streak snapped Saturday at Arizona. Arizona also beat USC last Thursday, as we released Three Dog Thursday, seven days ago. But USC turned around and beat Arizona State at Arizona State. USC's won three of their last four. USC at home. USC a little healthier. And I'm, USC thinking, is... I'm thinking maybe USC against the Bruins in a crosstown showdown rematch Thursday oh, night. My. My number on this is, uh, let's see, UCLA by 6.29 on this. So my stats specific model is 6.32. My points per possession with talent weighed in is 6.26. Gary's got all the analytics, but the line right now is like three, right? So you've got it. It's four. So you've. You, you've got UCLA even two or two and a half points more favored in this game. I would love this at six or six and a I, half with the Trojans. I at do. And so I'm looking up right now. Uh, USC has had some success against UCLA here recently. So mm-hmm. USC, uh, you know, lost uh, lost the game by two points the last time, as you, uh, as you were talking about. Uh, but when you go back to last season, uh, you, uh, let's see, UCLA lost at USC 67-64. Um, no, they did win the game at home. Uh, right. 2021, they lost uh, to USC at home and away. Mm. That's This is going back a little ways. Mick Cronin has not had success against USC. Uh, he lost on the road at USC in 2020, uh, and he lost to USC at home in 2020. So, yeah. For what it's worth, keep it in not mind. Always. Revenge spot for the Trojans. Uh, and what will happen... Uh, with them in, in this matchup with UCLA that still got a couple of pieces from that final four team. Uh, Tiger Campbell, Jaime Jaquez, Mick Cronin, obviously the coach. Again, we're swinging all the way out west. They there's, got no some- East Coast, there's no East Coast bias here. We'll swing all the way out <laughs> west on Three Dog Thursday. And again, that's uh, ESPN 6 Pacific, 9 Eastern time, 8 Memphis time, as Gary likes to say, God's oh, time yes. zone, the central time zone for UCLA and USA. Hey, one other peak. On Three Dog Thursday, before we're both out of here, is the uh, pack, or I'm sorry, the uh, Big Ten, uh, Big Twelve. I can get it out. Uh, Big Twelve <laughs> SEC Challenge is Saturday. We don't have lines, obviously. The marquee game is Kansas at Kentucky. Would you have Kentucky possibly even favored now that Kansas has lost three games in a row? Kentucky looking uh, a lot I've better. Got- I've got Kentucky by two and a half points. Interesting. Uh, now, the, the Ken Palm line is, uh, let's see, Kentucky by one. Interesting. And Kansas, I'll, again, I'll was sure. looking so good. But now they lost that game Monday night to Baylor. Kentucky looked good Tuesday night against Vanderbilt. Kentucky at home, prime time. Yeah, I'm, I'm really curious as to what's going to happen there. Yeah, Ken Palm's got it 71-70 Kentucky. Uh, I'm curious what that line's going to be. All right. also, it's so also, much better. Uh, hey, let's let's stay on that for just a second. Yeah, that, that lineup that they have they have come out with with uh, Fredrickson and and uh, they've they've taken Severe Wheeler and you know brought him in sparingly. That killer lineup that they've got has been just decimating teams. Like wow. an Austin Shibway looks just like a grown man right now. He is unbelievable. Uh, this this Kentucky team 
with this lineup that they're putting on the floor more often, uh, this is a competitive team. With like my namesake Reeves, with Toppin, they've gotten healthier. I was watching some of that game broadcast, and you know this name, Dane Bradshaw, former Tennessee volunteer, was on the SEC Network, and he said something to the effect of, isn't college basketball a funny game? Two weeks ago, everybody's writing off Kentucky, and he goes, with what we're watching tonight, let me tell you who looks like the most dangerous team in the SEC. It's the one we're watching right in front of us. They've gotten healthy. They figured some things out. Kansas is coming for them, though, because Kansas has lost three in a row. And they do oh, not, yeah. and they got embarrassed last Saturday by TCU at home. So, and now this is a resume builder at Rupp. That one will be very interesting. Uh, very interesting I, Bill Self, matchup. Yeah. By the way, uh, Bill Self, you know, did an interview. He, he does all these media availabilities and whatnot. And he was not concerned in the slightest about this three game losing streak. Because um, what are you going to do? You lose a competitive game at Baylor, you lose a competitive game in overtime at Kansas State. Both of these are, you know, top 15 teams in the country. It, you're supposed to lose those. And in the game against TCU, you know this as well as I do. In basketball, there are just some games where you are going to get your brains beat in. Like, it's it's going to – because you're not going to be able to hit a single shot and the other team is going to make everything that they throw up, and it happens. I, be, I believe Hubie Brown uh, was mm-hmm. the guy that talked about this. In the NBA – you got 10 games a year that you're going to win no matter what. You get 10 games a year you're going to lose no matter what. And it's what you do with the other ones. And it's kind That's of the true. same thing in college basketball. It's not as many games, but it, it was, I it think was just shocking at home because like last oh, yeah. Saturday, they were like an eight or a nine point favorite. And TCU beat them by 20 plus. Yeah. It was not good. Will they be better this go around? And I'm intrigued. There's several other intriguing games by design in the Big 12 SEC Challenge. Auburn, uh, West Virginia, right off the bat. Uh, That's a tricky one. Noon, oh. noon in uh, Morgantown for Auburn, Alabama at Oklahoma. One that West Virginia. Hey, let's let's talk Auburn, West Virginia. Yeah, for, Auburn, for two West seconds. Virginia, real quick. So this one, Auburn is sixteen and three, right? And West Virginia has lost, I believe, seven of their first eight Big Twelve games. You are correct. But this line is going to be a couple of points, two mm-hmm. points either side. Uh, I've got Auburn favored by 1.74. Like I, we're recording this on Wednesday. I, I have a feeling that Auburn could lose to Texas A&M. No, right. they're only like four point favorites uh, before that game, right? Um, but I, this Auburn team does not impress me. But they haven't played the toughest schedule yet. Correct. But when you look at who West Virginia has played, uh, some of these sure. losses in the Big Twelve are ridiculous. I'm talking overtime loss to Kansas State. Uh, they had a one-point loss to Baylor, I believe it was. Uh, this this team is, like, West they, Virginia is a tricky one. To your point, they just beat TCU uh, last week, lost to Texas on the weekend, and we don't know the result of West Virginia playing at Texas Tech while we're recording the show. That is a Wednesday night midweek game as we release on Three Dog Thursday. If West Virginia were to win that game at Lubbock, do you think it might make West Virginia like a three-point favorite, a two- or three-point favorite, or do you think it's going to stick right around like one or pick them with Auburn in the first game of this Big 12 SEC Challenge? If they win at Lubbock, uh, I think it's you know West Virginia two, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Uh, my number has got Auburn by 1.74. So, Interesting. you know, even on the road, even with uh, home, home court baked in, but... Uh, but that's another one of those where you're trying to figure out, okay, uh, which version of each team decides to show up. And then sure. that's the funny thing about college basketball, right? It's, you know, who are you going to get every Saturday 
if if West Virginia loses at Texas Tech, then do they come out even more fired up for the home game? If they win, uh, do they feel a little bit better about them? You know, it, it's it's all it's psychology. Sure, and it's college kids, and you got to get up. And in a conference like the Big Twelve, you got to be up more than most. Uh, like Texas at Tennessee, that's a tremendous. Oh. That's going to be a tremendous game in Knoxville, six Eastern time, five Central time, uh, for that one. Uh, I'm interested. Way, I'm interested in in that one. I'm interested in Florida yeah. at Kansas State, which is Keontae Johnson against his former team after having the cardiac arrest from three years ago. Now he's back. He's playing fantastic. They host Florida at the same time on Saturday night. This is tremendous stuff. Tremendous These, stuff. The Tennessee Texas game. Yeah, is you know it's it's two highly ranked teams. All this I I cannot understand Tennessee's computer numbers. They Ken Palm has Tennessee winning this game by eight points, 73 to 65. When I pull up my stats on it, I've got Tennessee by 6.38. Mm. It, it is of all of these Big 12 SEC games, it is, let's see, it's yeah, it's the highest uh spread that I've got. I, I've got Alabama favored by just a touch over five points at Oklahoma. Like it's it's mind blowing to look at the computer numbers. And and see exactly how far ahead Tennessee is in some of this stuff. Uh, now, obviously, home court's baked into that, right? But, whew, but that Texas Texas does not play this week. They've already won their game on the weekend. They do not play during the week. Their next game is in Knoxville and Tennessee. Again, we don't know the result. As Gary and I are talking on Three Dog Thursday, they play Georgia at home on Wednesday night. We don't know that result. But if Tennessee gets a win. And a confidence-building win that would be back-to-back after, or actually three in a row after beating Mississippi State and LSU off the Kentucky loss. That'd be three straight wins. They're at home with Texas. Might be tasty to take Texas as an underdog if they're getting like five or six points, maybe even a little more. It looks like they're going to be getting more than that. Like It looks like it might be seven or eight points. And so you know me. You know me, and two weekends ago when we were leading in with Three Dog Thursday, I said, hey, Kentucky's going to be at least a seven- or eight-point favorite of Tennessee, and I may like them outright to win the game. Take the points, take the points, take the points. How do you like me now, as Toby Keith sings, (laughs) on how that one looked? So just pay attention here. If Tennessee beats Georgia and Tennessee is favored by seven, eight, like Gary's hinting at, or more, be very interested in Hook'em. Chris Beard out of there. They've stabilized. Yeah, what a job. Right, yeah. Rodney Terry just uh, keeping the ship rolling. Yes, uh, it was right before the Rice game. I mean, since then uh, they have just rolled off. I mean, they're nine and two under Rodney mm-hmm. Terry. Like they are in arguably the toughest conference in America in the Big yeah. Twelve. Keep it's, an eye on that, my friend. You have given me so much time. You've given me great stuff, <laughs> Gary. Gary and I love doing this so much that I promise, Gary, twenty twenty five minutes. And it, it's still not enough. We're still going back and forth, uh, you know, a half hour into the show on Three Dog Thursday. Again, hey, we have fun. We love this. And I, I pledge to you, I will come on whenever you need me for whatever you need me. Plug away to the audience on how they find you, how they hear you, where they see you with the Winning Cures show, Bet US, everything you've got going, please. And the easiest way to see all of it is at Gary WCE on Twitter. That's the easiest way to do it. But there is, of course, the Winning Cures Everything podcast, and you can get that either on YouTube or on any of your favorite podcast apps. Or you can go over and check out the BetUS College Football Show, mm-hmm. uh, which is, you know, I'd taken a little bit of a break as of right now since there is nothing to gamble on as far as college football is concerned. 
Uh, but yeah, we'll be we'll be back doing that as well. Also, the BetUS TV How to Gamble segments. Yes, I am bringing those back as well. Uh, we've got one in the can already. Uh, we're we're going through the editing process on that, and yeah, we're going to be doing uh, at least one, maybe two per week uh, for quite some time now. Love him as a BetUS TV personality. WinningCuresEverything.com, the Winning Cures Everything show. Gary Seegers, you're the best. Let's see what happens. We will know the two participants in the Super Bowl come Sunday night. And then uh, college basketball only ramps up to March. I, again, pledge to you publicly. Whenever you need me, I am there for you because you're with me whenever I need you on Three Dog Thursday. Thank you, my friend. Great stuff. Absolutely. I appreciate you. There is Gary Seegers. I'm merely TJ Reeves. Follow or subscribe to this podcast. Uh, version of the show again it'll be back as a bet us tv show god willing this fall uh but the podcast is still available all the way through the super bowl all the way into march find three dog thursday apple podcast google podcast spotify is where you find us great underdog content and conversation with men like this gary seekers joining me i'm merely tj reeves wolf wolf for three dog thursday